This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everyone, welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my son, Anthony Ray. First and foremost, we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter and Pet Life Radio for giving us the opportunity. We also want to thank you guys for just tuning into our show and talking all things pets as we all like to do. In this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about how to tell if your dog or cat might be feeling a little under the weather. We are feeling definitely under the weather here in North Jersey. Everybody's sick. It's snowing. It's cold. We also have our very funny comment section coming up. We got all of that and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. When we put him on the Dynavite, he took right to it. All of these symptoms disappeared. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Something that he actually likes to eat. You need to put him on Dynavite. Dynavite for life. If you love your dog, you don't just want him healthy, you want him to be happy. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor. Once again, we are your hosts. I'm Rudy V, along with my very sick son, Anthony Ray. Anthony, what is going on, man? You walked into the store today and you just, you got more punching bags under your eyes than, than Mike Tyson in a training camp. What's going on? Well, that's what happens when, uh, when you sleep for about an accumulated 13 and a half minutes the night before. Huh. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was food poisoning because that's what it felt like, but I'm thinking there's a virus going around. Because, you know, my brother isn't feeling good. You're not feeling good. Jess isn't feeling... Everybody's sick, so it has to be something more like virus-like. Virus, like viral New Jersey. Yeah, friggin' New Jersey. I have no idea. All I know is I had a good day yesterday hanging around, playing a little Call of Duty. Modern Warfare guy now. Anybody out there (laughs) who likes Call of Duty? Did you have to to take a duty? Uh, Yeah, well, I thought that that would be why my stomach was upset so that was the first thing i did uh, it's it's pretty jarring when you when you take a duty and then you're like okay i'm my stomach is still on fire what is going on yeah and it's just funny it's funny having a virus or you know even food poisoning because it comes on the same way where it's like you could just nonchalantly be hanging out and slowly but surely it just starts to kill you (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, you know, it started real slow. Ah, feel a little, little gassy. Feel right. a little gassy. Going to little denial mode for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to, you know, I got to, you know, pardon my French, but I got to blow a couple of farts or something. Oh, this, is, <laughs> this isn't this isn't feeling that good right now. You know what? You know, I'm going to get to bed early tonight, you know, lay down, you know. It'll, I'll feel better. Next thing you know, it's 6 o'clock in the morning, and I've thrown up six times. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, it was bad. It was a bad night. Bad night. 
but yet yeah. you're here. I love your dedication. Look at that guys. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a, like, you know, no sleep. You're hurling all night, but you're here. You're doing the radio show because just, you just love it that much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. That's the thing. <laughs> the radio show is like my favorite thing to do. I, and I love doing the YouTube channel and stuff as well. I like everything that we do, but the radio show is cool because it's, um, I mean, I guess we are teaching some stuff, but the radio show is just more, you know, it's me and you hanging out. So it's a little bit easier, I guess, than uh, editing a grooming video and tutorials and stuff. This is a little easier. Yeah, this is like therapy. Yeah, exactly. I was going to reschedule with Mark because I just, I, I literally just did not sleep. But I don't know. I was like, eh, maybe I'll feel a little better by the time. Ironically, his last name is Winter. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? this, this is all his fault. Like why? Did, why it should just be like Mark Hurricane or something. I don't yeah, know. right. Why, why just leave it at winter? It should be like you know. Yeah, Mark, Mark catastrophe. Mark Mark catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. You know just named yourself Mark Natural Disasters. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? You know. Yeah, we wouldn't have this problem if your name was Mark Summer. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's a real guy, actually. Mark Summer. Yeah, or See Mark that? Summers. He was on Nickelodeon, I think. Mark Summers. Yeah. There you go, you know. But anyway, winter <laughs> is <laughs> winter is just upon us, man, here yes. in New Jersey. It snowed last night. It's horrible. Everybody's getting sick. That's why I wanted to talk about this a little bit in today's show because, you know, as human beings, you know, we can tell each other that we're sick or feeling under the weather or of course have a last name like Winter where we all know uh, obviously you're just going to be sick. You know, but <laughs> with you dogs, be a jerk and have the last name Winter, or whatever. <laughs> jerk. No, no. no, just kidding. Mark is the nicest guy. Ever. No, our Mark is our he's our savior. Are you kidding me? He he should be Mark, like Jesus or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, Mark Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all right, enough of Mark. Um, enough really, of Mark. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so getting into it, like we could tell if we're sick because we tell one another and, you know, we could see it on our faces because we have expression. Uh, a lot of times dogs, cats, you know, they might be feeling under the weather, no pun intended, but and not be able to tell you because they don't show a lot of expression. So how do you know? You know, how do you know? First and foremost, guys, this is how you know. You know your dog or cat better than anybody. So right off the bat, just use your intuition. If your dog isn't like acting right, if your dog, when you come home, isn't greeting you the way he usually does, or if he's sleeping a whole lot more or not eating as much, things to that nature, dogs and cats, both, they go through the same thing. They get colds, they get stomach viruses, uh, may not be that serious, we're not talking about like serious illness. If your dog or cat was seriously feeling ill, you would definitely know it. And by all means, you know, get them to the vet as soon as possible. But a lot of times, especially in these winter months, they do get sick. Um, one of the telltale signs is look at their eyes. They'll get that same look that we get, that, you know, glassy look in their eye. Also, what did you mention, Anthony, their nose? Yeah, um, I believe it's a thing where if a dog, I don't know if it's the same for cats, but a dog, when they have a cold, their noses will dry up, I believe. is the, Yeah. Because dogs' noses are naturally wet. Yeah. So the, when the nose is dried up, yeah, they're not feeling good. Right. It's like a telltale sign of like dehydration. Look at their gums. If their gums are kind of like whitish and dry, you could tell that they're probably feeling a little dehydrated. They may drink a lot more water. 
They may, of course, everybody knows this. They may chew grass. It's just a common thing. So just look for these signs. If your dog is feeling under the weather, one of the things you don't want to do, and we get this sometimes, uh, you know, you get the client that said that comes in for the grooming and says, oh, well, you know, he's had diarrhea for the past two days. All right. Well, why are you bring him? <laughs> you know why what I'm saying? Bring him. <laughs> why, why is he here then yeah. if he has diarrhea for the past two days? Right. You know, Let might, him heal up. Yeah. Because I always love going to get my hair cut when I have diarrhea. Yeah. It's uh, always sure. It's always fun worrying about whether I'm going to poop in the chair or not. That's your call of duty right there. There it is. My <laughs> it's your duties. That's my duties. I got my duties in. <laughs> but, you know, if you know that your dog is feeling under the weather, you know, you might want to just kind of cancel the dog grooming, reschedule. Because, uh, again, you know, the dog's not going to feel any better sitting in a crate all day and getting handled and getting wet and blow dried and expected to stand there. So if you know that your dog isn't feeling too good, you might want to just keep them home just like you would keep yourself home and uh, get them feeling better. But again, there are a lot of telltale signs and these are things where it's like, you know, they may not be that sick. They just are letting you know, hey, you know, there's something wrong. We don't feel that good. And uh, just, just, just look for some signs. Definitely the eyes. I, I saw an article once. I don't know if it was true, but I'll put it out there. Maybe somebody else has seen this that I don't know if it was for a specific illness or it just sick in general. But apparently, and I don't, again, I don't know if this is true or not, but sometimes a dog will rest the, the top of their head mm-hmm. on the wall, kind of like, really? uh, yeah, like they'll stare, like they'll look at the wall and put and rest their head on it. And really? apparently that's like one way where a dog lets you know, hey, I'm really, really sick over here. I read the article so long ago, so I don't even know if it still holds water or anything. It might have just been, you know, uh, speculative. But yeah, uh, I guess just in case um, mm-hmm. it's worth telling you guys in case you do see that or something. That's, apparently, if that's happening, that's a bad sign. Take them to the vet immediately. Yeah, for sure. That's weird. Yeah. 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 Another sign is, too, they could do either or of this. Either they'll spend like way too much time with you like they'll they'll probably be like laying on top of you or or pulling at you with their paw something like that or the complete opposite of that where they might just be like in another room and like avoid you entirely you know but uh either way they're just not acting themselves you know yeah yeah we i've I've already started to pick up some of my cat's habits dante he splits the time like 100 percent yeah if i'm playing a video game on the couch he'll be in there with me for an hour and then he'll go in our bedroom and he loves sleeping in our bed he'll stay in there for an hour and then he'll go back and forth back and forth so if i ever notice you know i mean it's still pretty early on in his life but if i ever notice man you're just like in the kitchen all day what are you doing in there that's gonna jump out at me really hard like wait a minute wait a minute you do sleep all day but why are you doing it in there that's really weird you have a big bed over here you gotta you're usually on the couch with me you know right you really gotta study your pet you do remember their habits and really observe them i mean we've said that a thousand times to really like observe right they each have their own personalities too you know i mean uh, and it's the same thing like it goes either way the cat uh if you have a playful cat you know, it might, the cat might not be in the mood to play. You know, you might be, uh, you know, doing the whole chase the yarn around and, and he's just not going for it or he just walks away. You know, he's lethargic. Like you said, like he's, he's in another room. But then again, some cats are kind of like that. They're loners to begin with and, they, and they're not real playful cats. Some cats play more than others. But like you said, though, know your cat, know your dog. 
uh, know their personalities. And again, if it persists, okay, and they're not getting out of this funk in a couple of days or so, then by all means, get them to the vet because it could be something else. You don't want like maybe a stomach virus turning into something, you know, worse. So it's important. Uh, do they get sick? Yeah, they do. They definitely get sick. We even see it too. Coming into the shop, we'll have a dog and that usually just uh, acts, might, might even act a little feisty for the grooming. But all of a sudden, like the dog is just not acting feisty and accepting the grooming better than it ever has because it's like lethargic or tired. And we literally say to the customer, like, you know, your dog didn't really act right today. He usually gives me a lot harder of a time to groom him. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. it was nice. It was nice today, but I don't want him, your dog to be sick either, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah, even as groomers, like we have to, we have to be able to notice these things because, um, you know, we see dogs on a regular basis and we get to know them too. Not as much as the owner, of course, but as far as from a grooming standpoint or port, yeah. grooming port, <laughs> standport. Uh, <laughs> as long as, a, as far as a grooming standpoint, you know, even if they're crating, they may act weird. They may want to get out of the crate because they feel like they might have to go to the bathroom. They may have, you know, a diarrhea episode where it's like they're scratching at the cage. Now they want to go outside and lo and behold, we'll look at it and go, Hey, aunt, I think that dog, you know, needs to go to the bathroom and we walk him outside and boom, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely having an episode. So. And, you you know, have um, you have a great eye for yeah. that kind of stuff. I've seen you call it like yeah right away. Like oh, this dog. I, I've known this dog for ten years. He is not acting right today. I gotta call them. Something's not right with him. Thanks, dude. Thanks for saying yeah. that for real. Because normally I don't like you at all, but I like you now for saying <laughs> that. But um, that's I I do. I I know my dogs. I I'm very very aware. Our grooming shop is small. So, and we groom in the same room where we keep the dogs. So we always have like an eye on them. Uh, we watch them very, very closely, but yeah, I have a keen eye for it. And, uh, it, it's more than just a keen eye. It's just like, you have to get to know your dogs and their personalities. And again, just your intuition is going to tell you more than anything. And, uh, and then, you know, you start looking at the dog. If you do get that weird feeling of, Hey, something's not right with this dog. You go to pick them up or something and their body kind of like their head goes limp or something, or they don't jump into your arms. And one thing leads to another. Then you look at their eyes, you know, you feel their pads and you just, and you go, ah, oh, something's up with this dog. You know, he may even be running a temperature or something, you know, let's call yeah. the owner, you know? Mm -hmm. I actually, I like what you said too, that you mentioned, um, cause I don't, I'm not so sure that we've talked about this, but as a groomer and you groomers out there listening, the best setup for a grooming shop is having the dogs in the groom room with you. I see some shops, sometimes they have cages in a separate room and that yeah. always made me really uncomfortable because in the spirit of what we're talking about right now, observe the yeah. dogs, dogs, sure. they have two personalities. They have the personality they are at home and then they have the personality they are at the grooming shop. It's very rarely the same. <laughs> we hear it all yep. the time. You know, uh, you know oh, he's so yappy at home, really hasn't barked one time in the 10 years we've been grooming him here, you know, yeah. so it helps as far as observation goes. We know since we're right next to them all day, we know all of the dogs cage habits when they're sure. here. So it helps with and that might be one of the reasons why you're so good at calling things out like that. That is because 
you're always five feet away from the dogs, all of them. Yeah. They spend the day with us. They, they're not in another room with dryers on, uh, you know, where we're not watching them. I mean, if you have a good camera set up or something like that in each individual cage, you know, yeah. by all means, if you have the space, go for it. If you want to put them in another room. But I prefer them being in the room with us. Yeah. Because um, sure. we've gotten a uh, dog has thrown up before. You know, obviously, it's like, you know, oh, wow, he's threw yeah. up. Holy crap. You know, the dog's in the other room. You're not going to see that. And then what? The dog's sitting in his puke and the poor thing. He's yeah. home. He's sick. You know, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah it, just it get, a tidbit. Absolutely, it gets nice and cozy in our groom room because it's just like you and me, and like you know, eight dogs, <laughs> and you know, talk about a three dog night. We get like an eight dog night, so it's real. It's it gets hot, it gets warm because yeah, yeah. of yeah. all of the the fuzzy love that's going on in our groom room. Oh, these dogs put me to sleep sometimes. They, uh, there's nothing better like, and I'm, I'm again, you groomers could relate to this. There's nothing better than like the end of your day and you're waiting for pickups and all the dogs fall asleep and then you start to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. That that really is the best. That's the best part of the day every day. As long, I mean, if the dogs do go to sleep, sometimes you get a dog that just doesn't you know, stop. It's like, would, you, would you sit? Would you sit? You get the just relax. Doesn't stop. You know what? You know what's weird about that? It's usually an elder dog. The dog yeah. that you'd think would would need to lay down and take a nap the most. Yeah. Those are the ones that it's like yeah. you're just doing circles all day. What are you doing? Sit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that is the best part of the day. I love that. So or sometimes, is, like you take, you know, uh, select dog that you know. Uh, you can hold and loves to be held. And Anthony will take the dog out of the cage and just hold it the whole time. And the dog will fall asleep on your laps. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, I don't like to, to, you know, we don't let the dogs mingle or anything like that. Cause you just never know what, what could happen. Um, sure. And I, and a dog will lets me know very quickly if they have any interest in being on my lap or not. But the, the, the few that do, oh my God, I love them, Emma. Man. Yeah. Oh, Emma is an angel. Oh, <laughs> Emma, Emma's like a little, that. She's a little Maltese that we've been grooming as a puppy, and, and her owners are great. They love her to death. And Emma is just the kind of dog that just you put her on your lap, and she will just not move. Nope. It's, not it's all she – yep. She falls asleep right on your lap. Yep. And, no uh, interest in jumping off of your lap or anything. No. No. Uh, Lucky and Foxy are like that, too. Lucky and Foxy. And, yeah. little, a little palm and, and a little um, a chihuahua, a long-haired chihuahua. chihuahua. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they were just here. It. They love it. Very sweet dogs. Just love to be held. Um, yeah. But yeah, it gets uh, it gets that way in the grooming shop, especially when you have as small of a grooming shop as us, or you have like as intimate as a clientele as we have. Because we have like you know we have that real intimate clientele, and like I urge every groomer out there create that for yourself. It doesn't happen overnight either, you know. And and again, it's just knowing and communicating. That's another big thing that we should probably just point out is just communicating with the owner, you know, if something is going on at the house. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? So uh, I guess communication there would be another key to, hey, you know, is your dog feeling right or not? So, yeah, it's just we're fortunate enough to have that. We love that. As you know, as a matter of fact, uh, it's just our clientele is just awesome. We have the best clientele ever. And uh, yeah, so, you know, you get to know your dogs on this crazy level, you know. Yeah. It's just it, and it's it's beautiful. It's one of those things that just like you're so glad to be a dog groomer because you get to feel that. You know? It's very rewarding. As difficult as this job is, and it's difficult, but it is. man, is it rewarding. It, it yeah. is just so rewarding. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's the most rewarding job I've ever had. And I, you know, I stuck with it. And like in, in past episodes, we've, we've actually mentioned like groomer burnout and all of that. Most people just step out of this industry because it's just so 
hard to do. It's yeah. very, very stressful. It's hard to do. But I think the things that keep us dog groomers in it are exactly what we're talking about. Just being able to bond with the dogs and being able to make friends and bond with the people too. You know, it's just, it's just weird. It's the weirdest occupation, in my opinion, <laughs> that someone yeah. could have. <laughs> sure. Because we just, we see them on such a regular basis. I mean, I don't know. What's another perfect, maybe you like going to a restaurant or something like that. Well, eventually you're going to go to a different restaurant. So it's like, yeah, at some point, you know, yeah, you get nice with the manager and stuff like that, but you're likely yeah. not going to eat there every day or anything like that. It's like, but we have, uh, most of our customers are so loyal and have been coming to us for so long. So it's like, these are people that we're seeing every four weeks on the dot and, yeah. and they're, and we just, we know everything about them. And at this point they yeah. know everything about us. I like that. Yeah. I prefer when it's like that because there are select few people who aren't very talkative. It doesn't mean mm -hmm. that they're not bad people or anything like that by any means, but some people are all business and they, they don't really want to open up and stuff like that. And it makes it a little awkward sometimes because it's like, eh, you know, chat, chat it up with us for five minutes. You know, we're taking care of your dog all day and, uh, you know, let us know a little bit about you, about yourself, but 99% of our customers are all very sweet and they love us. They love, some of them drive yeah. far distances just yeah. to come here. Emma. Yeah. Right. She drives yeah. all the way from like Brunswick. It's like, oh you know, it's, it's, it's 20 miles away. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, you know, she drives it, you know, and thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's, and she never, she's not shy about saying that either. She no. always reminds us, I'm never going anywhere else. You guys yeah, are the best. She's so sweet. Yeah. And, and just, you know, Again, some of our customers have been coming to us for 30 years because, yeah. you know, we they just get a new dog after their mm -hmm. dog passes and, and we go through that whole thing with them. And uh, it's just it, it is a very emotional job, oh, but like you said, God. just rewarding to say the least. And I guess part of the, the reward is just being able to intermingle with people who are also just very loving and care as much about, you know, you and their dogs. And, and it just. It takes on a life of its own, and, and we've made so many great friends through this industry, and, we, and we're going to make more. Uh, that's the yep. thing. It just it doesn't end. We get to know different people all the time, the new client and all of that. But, yep, this episode is just kind of dedicated to you know that and just kind of really keeping an eye open on your dogs, your cats, how they're acting. Check them out. Look at their eyes. Look at their gums. Look at their poop. Look at their poop. Ugh. That's a big one. That's, That's a duty. Forgot to you say got to do. Yeah. You look at their call look of duty. Look at the duty. You'd think look. that we would have remembered to say "look at the duty" yeah. with all the duty talk episode, but yeah. Yes. Look at their look poop. At the duty. That's right. That, yeah. That's right. Diarrhea that lasts more than two days. Couple yeah, days. Get, go to the vet. That's it. Get them over to the vet. You know, no. you try the normal thing, what? maybe some chicken and rice kind of thing, all that. If it doesn't solidify after a while or something, get them over to the vet. Definitely yeah. telltale sign that your dog or cat just isn't feeling right. But uh, yeah, we just want to make sure that everybody's just being on point and keeping an eye open. And another thing is like, you know, people tend to get busy around this time of year where it's like, maybe, you know, your focus isn't totally on the dog because you have so many other things going on, you know, especially if you have little kids or you're taking care of, uh, you know, an elderly person and keep a close eye on the dog too, because, uh, you know, they're feeling the same things we are. With that being said, we're going to go to a quick break and we're going to come back and sum it up and we're going to go to our funny comment of the week. And uh, we're going to sum up this, uh, this episode. So we'll be right back on Groomer Humor.
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Rudy V. Yep, see, there you go. I call- <laughs> I knew that was going to happen at some point in one of these episodes. Called myself you. With with your stupid son, Anthony with, yeah, Ray. With my stupid son, Anthony Ray. All right, let me fix that. I'm Anthony Ray along with my stupid dad, Rudy V. And uh, <laughs> we're both very sick. So don't judge we're, us on this episode. We're, so we're, we are delirious at this point. We're talking about duty um, and all seriousness, though. Uh, important episode. I like this episode because it's one of those little things about becoming a pet owner that kind of flies under the radar, which is inspect and observe your pet's actions so that you can better identify when they might be feeling a little under the weather, sick, might be severe, might not be, whatever. It's just the main point being you really got to pay attention to your dog's or cat's habits so that you can identify that kind of stuff because a small problem could turn into a big one. Pets' immune systems sometimes actually tend to be stronger than humans anyway, but we're just going over some signs and stuff like that that you can look for the whole dry nose thing on a dog and just uh you know maybe they're hanging out in a different room all of a sudden by themselves maybe that whole resting the head on the wall thing is true i don't know might want to read up a little bit more on that but yeah i like this episode because you never know we might have just saved a a dog's life today yeah by somebody who didn't know one of the things that we talked about or our own. I like this episode because we're still doing it, even though we both have stomach viruses and we feel like yeah. we feel like duty. Yeah, I do. I do feel like duty, and then I'm mm. gonna go home and play some more Call of Duty. <laughs> and yeah, well, let's bring this to a close, and we'll do our funny comment of the week. I'm a professional. So this one is straight from our French brothers and sisters. And it, w- it was written in French, and uh, we had to look up the meaning of it because it just, uh, well, I'll read it. I'm going to read it in French. I'm nice. Gonna try I was going to say, please try to attempt it in French first. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to attempt it, and, and you'll see what grabbed us in this. But it says, <laughs> this was off of a video that we did on our, our YouTube channel where I was shaving a Shih Tzu's belly area. Also called a sanitary clip. But anyway, it says, Couples poils du jet au penis, mas non cotostref. Okay, so try to guess what word grabbed us. <laughs> yes, the universal word of penis. Yeah. So me and Anthony kind of looked at each other and said, well, it's something penis here. <laughs> so let's look this up. Thank you for this comment, by the way, Mr. French Tickler. (laughs) French Tickler. 
So what was the, uh, what was it? What did it mean, Anthony? You, you remember? It was, uh, it was something. It was, Cause I should, yeah, it means, this is what it means. There's, you know, a lot of people and, and, and he's actually right about this. You know, you kind of want to leave a little bit of hair at the tip of the penis because it creates a stream when the dog urinates and by shaving that off, it kind of like doesn't stream as well. But I did shave it off because it was very gunky and stuff. But he's actually right about this. Uh, you're, you're supposed to leave a little bit of hair at the tip of the penis. So he says you clipped the hair at the tip of the penis, but it's not a big catastrophe. <laughs> That's but very he, well said on his part, I got to say. Oh, I found it here. I have Now I have it over here. Yeah, well, yeah. Les pues, du jet au penis. Mas non catastrophe. <laughs> uh, is this French? I think it's French. Yeah, dude, with the with the word like couples. Yeah. Couples. Couples, pols du jet au penis. Like now I feel like I know French. Yeah. You know? Mas non catastrophe. 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 You have to do that. When you're speaking French, you gotta do that. You know. Now I got it. Jesus, <laughs> that sounded more German. Well, whatever. Uh, getting getting the point across, though. This yeah. guy obviously was pretty, you know, pissed off that uh, I clipped good one. that I clipped the hair of the penis there. But uh, we won't ah. let it happen again. Ha ha. Parlez-vous from Pinet? Pinel. <laughs> but hey, listen, it's the nice, it, it's nice to know that we got, you know, listeners from all over the world. So thank you to our French brothers and sisters out there. We, thank we you. We really do. Um, we do. Let me see. Cause we got like two more minutes here. Well, let me see. You sure. Yeah. You sure. Oh, I'm sure. Um, let me see. Community. I got, I got the YouTube channel up now. I'm trying to see if, where is the. Isn't there a thing that tells you like what countries are actually? Yeah, it's 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 called the um not region but uh, source sources or something not sources engagement region engagement something like that. Looking at the analytics, I'm a bad YouTuber. I don't know where it is. You're the worst. <laughs> the worst. I'm still getting used to this new YouTube studio. It's... YouTubers out there, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, it's good. It's just it's... <sighs> still takes a little. A little different, but yeah, we get people from all over the place. France. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. Like I remember Poland the and yep. Demographics. Demographics. Mexico. Wait, demographic. Here we go. Geography. All right. Now that I just wasted everybody's. Okay. I think we narrowed it down to 15 seconds here. Yeah, we got. All right. So yeah, we're all the way. We are in Philippines, Australia, India, Brazil, Germany, Spain. We have 60, 60 people from Poland. <laughs> they, they don't like us too much. <laughs> Only have 60 in Poland. <laughs> don't like that you, we don't like that you shave the hair from the penis. Yeah, hair from penis. I now turn you over to my French friend. <laughs> <laughs> now I really want to watch a Pepe Le Pew episode. Me too. All right. Well, all right. Let's sum it up, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for checking us out and listening to another one of our episodes. <laughs> yes, thank you guys so. Again, we're very sick, and we're not kidding around. We're both very, very sick today, so we're a little out of whack. 
But anyway, thank you guys so much for stopping by. As always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a comment, like, share, subscribe. We want to hear from all you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook. Follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>